Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Post Buzzer Podcast. I am Austin Williams. I am joined by my co-host, Brandon Dyer. How are you doing today? Ready to see the Falcons win tonight. <laughs> and we shall definitely see how they're going to do tonight. They've had a pretty rocky season to go, but uh, we will see how they do tonight. The Student Spin Podcast is a sister media to the Six Mile Post newspaper at Georgia Highlands College in Rome, Georgia. The views of the podcast do not represent those of the Six Mile Post or Georgia Highlands College. Today's Post Buzzer episode is brought to you by your very own GHC Student Support Services. In case you weren't already aware, they provide free academic career and personal counseling. Brandon and I have a little bit of sports commentary going on today. Again, some NFL and NBA action. Then we're going to start off with some NFL news and updates some scores from week 10. We're at week 11 right now, but then we're going to go back and so some headlines from last week. Um, yeah, there was a few blowouts last week. I know Patriots destroyed the Browns 45 to seven. A few upsets too. Dolphins beat the Ravens. Steelers tied with the Lions. Cowboys destroyed the Falcons 43 to three. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot. There's a lot going on now. And also, Washington beat the Buccaneers, which is really crazy. And the Panthers beat the Cardinals. And there was a there's a lot of upsets last week. Yeah, it's really it's really it's been an exciting season. What are you taking away from what's going on in the NFL so far? Every team has a shot. Uh-huh. Every team can show up week in and week out if they need to. Another upset that you didn't mention was the Dolphins over the Ravens uh-huh. on that Thursday night football game. So, I mean, this is – we're seeing what I like the most about the NFL, which is any team to win on any given Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so that's one thing compared to college football. NFL, everybody – it's just they're they're amazing football players and the coaching is also the highest the highest peak this sport can get to so any team can really win 49ers also beat the rams on monday night football so yeah any team can win i know rams were our super bowl favorites going in chiefs seem to be getting back on track with things getting the victory over the raiders so uh yeah there's a lot of a lot of fun stuff going on in the nfl i really don't know what to take of who is the top dog right now because it's really weird and i gotta say the titans look like the weirdest eight and two team right now they'd beat the Saints last week, and uh, yeah, they're 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 in control of the AFC right now after beating the Bills a few weeks ago, and it's just odd to see off starting prof pretty rough with the loss of the Jets and losing Derrick Henry for probably until if they go to the playoffs. So yeah, it's it's been an exciting season though, but a lot of injuries, honestly. Um, yeah, you mentioned the Derrick Henry injury; it's going to have a huge impact on that AFC seeding once the. Season draws to a near, and I know Russell Wilson still hasn't returned back with the Seahawks. Well, he, he played with, against the Packers last week, but he didn't have that great of a game. Yeah. Yeah, they played. They went back. Packers beat the Seahawks 17 to 0, not scoring anything. So, yeah, I know injuries kind of take hold, especially on my fantasy team, man. Like, literally, five players in my squad right now are questionable. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it looks like it's going to be a pretty rough week on fantasy. But, yeah, I think the major thing going into week 10 was upsets. And we definitely saw a lot of them Ravens, Browns, Buccaneers, Cardinals. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of upsets and the Rams. So yeah, it was a, it was a pretty exciting week. And we have another game tonight with the Falcons and the Patriots. What are you what are you going in? What's your mindset going into that game? How are the Falcons going to produce offense without Corderell Patterson? Uh-huh. That's my biggest question because Ridley out, Patterson's out, Matt Ryan doesn't have a target besides Kyle Pitts. Uh-huh. And that Patriots defense is already one of the top ones in the NFL. So I mean that. The Falcons are going to score more than 20 points in the game. Yeah, I guess we'll see. I know the Falcons, four and five, not an awful start, but they are one and three at home right now. Um, you know, Mac Jones is getting more comfortable in the Patriots offense. 
Kyle Pitts hasn't really he hasn't really came out yet. He had a good game versus the Jets, but that was the Jets. And uh, yeah, I guess we'll see how the Falcons go. But Patriots are favored six and a half. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm guessing Patriots probably win by fourteen. That's that's my guess. Falcons are just really inconsistent right now for me to pick them over the Patriots, who are kind of fighting find momentum in the right way right now. So I kind of put my money on the Patriots right now. Yeah, Mac Jones is coming off of that little three week stretch where he's looked really good. There are some really weird teams in the NFL right now, such as like the Bills, the Chargers, and the Ravens, and the Browns. These teams who were just really hot in the beginning of the season, playoff caliber teams, they're all just kind of slacking right now, especially the Browns. Browns battling with a lot of injuries, Baker Mayfield and Nick Chubb getting injured. Bills just losing really weird to really weird teams, just not finding the right steps, and Chargers having all the talent in the world still having... They've lost like three... Out of the five games, I think they've lost three or four. So it's just been really weird. This All these teams having a pretty hot start. Just coming off not in the best way right now. I think that now we're going to start seeing the Chiefs pull away into one of those top teams in the AFC after that slow start that they had. Yeah, they beat the uh, Raiders 41-14 to the last time they played. So people are confident Patrick Mahomes is finding his way back, and they might be. Chiefs might be the scariest team in the NFL, finding their step, being 6-4. and four. And I guess we will see against a really explosive Cowboys team. Cowboys look amazing this year with Dak and everything healthy, playing, I think, the best offense in the league. So, yeah, the Chiefs will definitely have a lot on their plate as they have the worst defense in the NFL. Oh, yeah, they have absolutely the worst defense that I can recall seeing aside from that Falcons defense. I think it was two years ago. Uh They broke the record for the most yards allowed in a season. Uh, I know the night game is for Sunday's going to be Steelers and Chargers. That'll be a pretty interesting game, but I don't know how Steelers are even five and three right now with the way their offense is rolling. They have, man, well, Ben Roethlisberger is also injured right now. And they have um, Mason Rudolph playing for him. They have Dwayne Haskins, who is their backup, but um, yeah, he's he's pretty much the backup right now. I'd like to see him get a shot. See, yeah, he put up crazy good numbers while he was in college at Ohio State, but yeah, he he hasn't got the shot after getting um, released from Washington. So Mason Rudolph kind of is a starter there. Chargers, you know, Justin Herbert, amazingly good quarterback. Austin Eckler, they're they're running back. Chargers five and four, Steelers five and three and one. So we'll see how that game goes. I think the Cowboys and Chiefs are probably gonna be the game of the day, though. That's how I'm seeing it. Uh, yeah, you're going to see one of those. The Cowboys are maybe one of the top teams in the NFC. Uh-huh. And the Chiefs are working their way back up that ladder in the AFC. So it's going to be something that's really good to look at. And both quarterbacks are going to have a good fantasy week because I don't think that either defense will be able to stop the quarterbacks in that game. Yeah. And strange Monday night game. Giants versus the Buccaneers. I can only assume how that goes. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be much of a much of a challenge for the Buccaneers over there. I wonder who picks these Monday night football games. I couldn't tell it's you. Just being absolutely awful. Yep. Because uh, I think the season started with the Raiders and the Ravens uh, playing. Yeah, it's still it's still kind of weird. But I don't know if you heard. But um, yeah. Speaking of the Buccaneers, Antonio Brown's wide receiver for the Buccaneers just got a report that he bought a fake vaccination card and just got caught with it. So. Yeah, apparently it's reported that Antonio Brown was never vaccinated and he faked his vaccination immunization. That's crazy. Yeah. I've heard people joke about it. Said I've heard people joke about it, but that's the first case that I've heard of someone actually getting one. Yeah, fake one. How long yeah. do you think it's going to be before Aaron Rodgers gets one? <laughs> 
for a fake accusation card. Hey, he's been, he's already playing again. So whatever immunization he's doing, the NFL has no problem with it. But if he does get COVID, he has to be out for 10 days. So he already got it, but you know, it, it, it's hard to get it again when you already had it. I, I should know because I got it back in February. It's hard to get it again, but it is possible. But, you know, players got to do what they got to do. You, you can take it or you don't have to take the vaccine. AB should have just called Aaron Rodgers and be like, hey, man, what are you doing over there to be able to not get the vaccine? Because I know a lot of players are scared of the vaccine. A lot of people are scared of the vaccine. But, yeah, that, that's a tricky situation. I'm probably going to get suspended four to six games, I'm, I'm assuming. Or nothing might happen at all since he's best, he's best friends with Tom Brady. So, I guess we'll see. At least they're still able to play in, like, Kyrie Irving, though. Yeah. Well, that's mostly it's just because of this, the state that he plays in. So, yeah. and that's just too, that's a lot of work for the Nets organization to be able to just plug him in away games and not even have him. It, it would mess up their coordination on the entire team. I feel like, but yeah, I mean, everybody has their own, their own way of looking at things, but yeah, um, that's pretty much NFL. Brandon, what are, what is going on with the Atlanta Hawks? They just look off. Like, Trey Young hasn't looked that impressive yet this year. And John Collins hasn't looked nearly as good as he did last year. Uh-huh. And I have no idea what they're doing wrong right now. Uh-huh. They can't score right now. And that was the thing that they could do last year. Well, they're coming off with three win streak right now, seven and nine and fourth in the Southeast division. But they are... Yeah, they beat three good teams, two good teams, two out of three. They beat Milwaukee, Orlando, and Boston. So that definitely helps build momentum. But yeah, coming out of the Eastern Conference Championship and starting off 7-9, it's weird. But also, Atlanta Hawks, you know, they're never like top. They haven't been the number one seed since like 2017, 2016 when they got swept by the Cavs. And, you know, it's just... They're a weird team when it comes early in the season. They're placed 11th in the Eastern Conference right now. And, you know, the strange thing we talked about earlier was the Washington Wizards being number one in the Eastern Conference above the Brooklyn Nets. So, yeah, it's it's a, it's been a strange year in the Eastern Conference. Western Conference more stays the same. You know, Golden State, Phoenix, Utah, Dallas, Denver, and L.A. Clippers staying in the top six. So, Western Conference saying pretty much the same, but Eastern Conference, yeah, we talked about this earlier. It was it looks strange. Oh, it looks absolutely whacked out right now. Yeah, Cleveland, Charlotte, Miami, Chicago, Brooklyn, and Washington are in the top six. And the t- first four, excluding Miami, since they went to the finals a few years ago, you know, they the Chicago, Charlotte, and Cleveland top for the top and the playoff picture is really strange to see, you know, Charlotte's, you know, they got LaMelo and Terry Rozier and that, you know, they got a really good sporting cast over there. Cleveland's weird. Cause they got Colin Sexton. They have that one center that was playing for the Nets. I can't remember his name, but, and you know, Chicago has a good three man squad with Kyle Lowry. And, uh, what is that? What is that other guy from somebody else? I can't remember his name. You know what I'm talking about? DeMar DeRozan. Kyle Lowry, DeMar DeRozan, and and uh, little Lonzo Ball. So, yeah, they got those new three, three free agents going over there. So, yeah, the Eastern Conference. I'm excited to see the, how this all plays out, though. The Bulls look like they're definitely an interesting team, especially with young people, mm-hmm. because I know there was a whole lot of excitement of pairing Levine, Ball, and DeRozan all together in the offseason. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know a lot of people were excited for that, and they got caught. They got Alex Russo. I forgot about that too. So yeah, I know that when they when the Bulls played the Lakers the other day, they did a little Alex Caruso video remembrance remembrance video. So yeah, it's cool to see. I just know Alex Caruso is like a fan favorite just because he's a bald white guy who can dunk, which is pretty funny. So you love to see, you love to see it. The epitome of that, like my player, you make in two K. Like your very first to mess around. Yeah, that is Alex Caruso. The 76ers have been awful as well. Yeah, eight. 14th out of 15th in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, Sixers are, they're, I don't know, with the whole, the whole, what is it? What is it? With the whole Ben Simmons situation going on over there, there's a lot of distractions. They've been handling it pretty well, eight and seven, but, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough scene for Philadelphia. They can never seem to get things on track. Boston, should be have a better like I've always Boston always seems like such a great team but the young players that they have with Brown and oh, I I cannot remember anybody's name <laughs> who's that yeah Jason Tatum they got Brown and Jason Tatum they seem like they should be such a great team but seven and eight and just average playoff performances every time they make it in there it's just it's a tough scene for Boston yeah we're and gonna they, see this year can finally get over that little hump that they've been stuck in for the past about five years. Yeah, and they got Randall and New York Knicks and a lot of the young players over the Knicks, too. I know a lot of Knicks were fans were excited to come into this season, but eight and seven right now, we'll see if they can carry that momentum over. Western Conference looks pretty similar to the past few years with Golden State back on top right now, 12 and two. Curry playing out of his mind definitely looks like the MVP front runner right now, playing yeah. like prime 2014-2015 season. Yeah, Phoenix on a 10-win streak right now. Yeah, West looks dominant as usual. LA Lakers do not look dominant, though. How long has LeBron been out? Do you know? I think he's been out for two weeks now. Yeah. Three weeks. They're they're struggling without LeBron right now. I I know he's right there on the verge of coming back. Yeah. I don't know how good that Russell Westbrook trade or pickup looks right now because he just they he does not seem to fit really at all i didn't like it at the beginning of the season whenever they tried to make it because mm-hmm. they went in the complete opposite way that i thought they were going to because i thought they were going to reach out and try and get perimeter shooters yeah because that's like last year mm-hmm. and what they did is brought in another facilitator which lebron's already that team's facilitator so I didn't understand the Westbrook trade a lot. Well, they also they have three like facilitators. Like, eighties their best score. LeBron pretty much leads the team with they. He's pretty much the point guard of that team, even though he's a small forward. And Westbrook, I don't know. He just feels like a loose cannon whenever I watch them because he's just he's always going to just take these wild shots. I just never understand it. He just he he's ever since he had like that maintain that triple double season. Like he's just always wants to carry a team and it's just not smart <laughs> he tries way yeah. too hard and he's not the best like his shooting has never been great and it's just not helping the lakers out at all and then they also have rajon rondo yeah on the so, yeah. i mean you don't need a guy that can pass it out and get assists rajon when they won when the lakers won the nba championship rajon was a, like a key factor on that team and um, i don't know i don't know yeah to me he should be a starter because he just He's still super, you know, he, he makes every pass that you need him to. You don't really need him to score because you have 
big when LeBron's healthy, you have people who can score out there. You know, I don't know. It's Lakers are going through a tough situation right now. But yeah, the top six in the West look pretty dominant. Uh, really is a race between Golden State and Phoenix right now. So I guess we'll see how that comes at the end of the year. All right, everybody. Well, we appreciate you listening in to the Post Buzzer podcast. Brandon and I, you know, send, in a, send us any type of opinions or any sports you want to talk about, and we'll be happy to, you know, get back to you. So thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you guys later.